Todd and Rob in, in the, the afternoon. afternoon. Hey, afternoon With Todd and Rob. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And hey, everyone, welcome to the new media show. My name is Todd Cochran. I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenlee. Rob, how you doing? I'm doing terrific, Todd. It's great to be back doing the show and excited to, you know, move into the next phase of podcasting for podcasting conferences. We're just getting started. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and um, I, I have to hit this right at the beginning. <laughs> okay. You had something hot breaking going on here? Yes. I got an email from, I'm not going to say his last name because I can't find his podcast. Um, his name's Scott. His last name starts with an S. And he says, I want to tell you something, man to man, you're an asshole. That's how it starts. Wow. <laughs> so um, it goes on and it's got, uh, you know, I'd probably 20 expletives in here and says how I don't talk for podcasters and blah, 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 and how I'm doing them wrong. And, and I, my response to Scott, hmm, what did I say that got you so upset? And he said, your February 2nd rant around one hour and 24 minutes, you decide to show your ignorance and go in on podcasters. On, on this show? Or? Yeah, yeah. So let me take you back to an hour and 22 minutes on the last show. And I don't know if Scott wasn't listening. I'm not saying he wasn't. And if he misinterpreted things, I apologize. But I was at PodFest and I'd had a sit down conversation with another podcast company owner, not host. Some of it is heavily involved in advertising that was talking to me about the headaches that they were having in getting content creators to execute their advertising campaigns, respond to emails, do reporting, all the things that I said during the last show that I've had the same experience. Now, maybe I should have prefaced that with 10%. 90% of the shows that we worked with always did what they were supposed to do. They followed their contract. They did their ad reads correctly. They did everything they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But it was the 10% that I spent 90% of my time on tracking down. And it was the 10% that usually caused us to have major issues with advertisers. Because if 90% are doing what they're supposed to and 10% are not, but they're, I'm counting on those 10% to do what they've agreed to, then we cost, it's a matter of fact, I've had advertisers quit because of podcasters that did not do what they said they were going to do during an advertising campaign. So my point was, was that sometimes, I had to get really tough on podcasters. I had to get on them about their host reads. I had to get on them to make sure that they were staying on schedule. Mm -hmm. And I was very accommodating to a point. You know, if I tell you once, hey, do the host read right. And we have to go back and look it over again. The third time, there's no third time. You know, I'll talk to someone twice, but no third. Or if someone is going out and just flippantly not doing their ad spots because they went on vacation that they didn't tell me they were going to be on. Mm -hmm. These things cause major, major 
major issues with companies like mine and the individual that I was talking about in trying to make sure that advertisers stay happy and advertisers keep spending advertising dollars in podcasts. And that sometimes I had to be the hardcore bad guy and say, sorry, you're out for 90 days or you're out forever. Right. So if that makes me someone that's bad, I'm sorry. I, you know, we understand podcast so much. We, we do so much. We understand podcasters want to make money. But the yeah, 10% is going to ruin it for the 90%. Mm-hmm. So he goes on to say something. I don't know one beep teenager or anybody anywhere in their near 20s that are investing money in podcasting. Well, that's not true. 18 to 30 right now is a very big, large, growing group in podcasting. And when yeah, I was it's doing the Gen Z, it's the Gen right. Z that are getting involved in this medium. A and listener and a creator. He says, yes, we want to make money. Beep. Mm-hmm. Would you want to invest money, equipment, time, and not make anything back? No, we, we understand. We want you to make money. But it's also fair to say that not everybody has that motivation. Yeah. In the podcasting space. And that's been the case since it started. So He says, grow a brain, you grayer-headed beep, because all you're doing is helping to create a harmful beep stigma in the podcast district about Beep, podcasters. Wow. Well, no. These are one-on-one. Con- we're t- Rob and I are, are talking to you podcasters. Right. And we're telling you the things that we see and that right. w- on a daily basis. We want podcasters to, su- to succeed. We want to mm-hmm. put money in your pocket. And when you come to me or you come to like the, the company of, of the person I was talking to, and say, you want to make money, and 10% of the individuals that say that, that sign up, that sign a contract, don't do what they say, it hurts the other 90%. So what would you want us to do? Would you want us to continue to coddle the 10%? Or do you want us to hold the line on the 10% that are not doing what they're supposed to? So to make sure that the 90% can move forward. Yeah. Well, it, it's not fair to the ones, the other 90% um, too, because they could be impacted negatively by, by this, because there's oftentimes, you know, bundled buys, right. That happen. So he says here, why wouldn't you portray podcasters as be professionals? Well, not everyone is. (laughs) Right. You know, well, you, you, they are, they want to be, most are, most are, but it's, it's, it's in, it's in regards purely to a contract and purely being able to execute on a contract. Yeah. Right. And if you sign a contract and then you don't execute on that contract, that's not professional. And maybe well, you're really not serious about making money. Yeah. And I think that's, that's why many podcasters are opting into programmatic is because then that, that obligation just isn't, isn't right. there as much. It, right. It, so, because when you sign that contract, you're, you have to produce episodes right. for that window of time. And if you miss that or you don't get the ad in there, guess what? You have issues. 
So makes sense. So this is not saying. this is not the first time that we have talked about this on this show. We've no. been doing this show for over ten years, and this is talked about at least one time a year. Right. At least. Probably more than that, but that's okay. <laughs> because, but I'm just relaying yeah. what I heard from another same exact thing that I am just explained here. I'm relaying the challenges that other folks that are trying to put money in podcasters pocket are experiencing. It's the same thing. Hasn't changed in 17 years. No, people are people. Yeah. So Scott, I'm sorry that I upset you and believe me, that is not the purpose of this show. And thank you for the the insults. And Rob, you got quite quite a few compliments. So I did. Yeah, you well, did. <laughs> well, I didn't get that email. So and um, so it is what it is. I I just can't. You know, I can't take the ten percent of folks that are. And this is what I talked to this individual, and and I didn't tell that individual to be a hard ass. They said it themselves. They said, I've got to become mean. I can't be nice anymore. I have to put the hammer down. Right. And it wasn't, and and it was just like I heard, hearing myself talk. Again, 90% of the shows, no problem. They run like they're supposed to execute, do the reporting, do a good job. Yeah. Yeah. This experience that you've had goes way back. Way back. I mean, you've been talking about this since way back. Really, since I started to get to know you and and matter of fact, I hadn't had to talk about it for a while. And then it just drops in my lap. Someone that tells me they're having the same exact and I don't make this stuff up. And the reason I'm not saying the individual's name, I I don't want to impact their business. They're running a separate business that that competes with me. That, that they're doing a great job. I'm very supportive of them. I'm not going to name any individual. Right. Maybe at some point. Matter of fact, that individual and I talked about doing a podcast together to talk about this. So maybe. Mm-hmm. So it's just one of those things. So again, um, don't shoot the messenger here. I'm just sharing what what I see on a day-to-day basis. And Todd, I think it makes sense. I mean, I think that's, it's been with us since the very earliest days of people having an interest in having host reads. But if it, there's whole stories on this that are, that'll curl most people's eyebrows when they think about what podcast advertising started out as compared to what it is today. It's like, um, you know, a lot of the hosts would, insult the advertiser right. in their in their host reads but, so saying this product sucks but the, <laughs> but if i go out to right. um any major company right. that is running advertising and podcasting they have meetings mm-hmm. with their people that they have that you know if you if you get signed by someone they have pre-launch meetings Wherever all this has gone over, this is what you're supposed to do. This is the requirements of the ad deal. Here's the tone. Yeah. You know, we, you have to try the product. All the things that goes along with a successful campaign. It's like we preload all this knowing 
But if you go out and you're expecting to get a check right, and don't execute. Yeah. You can't really expect a check at that point. Well, you don't, but you put the company in bad position. Yeah, you do. I'm trying to make sure that the advertiser gets number one, what they're paying for. Mm -hmm. Cause then if that person that that's part of that 10%, matter of fact, that's why I always kept five, six shows on the, on the, on the end that weren't part of the campaign. Cause I could slap them on immediately. Cause I knew there would always be some that would right. come on right. and the, and they were appreciative to, to get in on the cut because they didn't make the original cut. So it was one of those things where if the advertiser spending $50,000 in a month, mm-hmm. let's say a hundred thousand dollars in a month and 90,000 of those dollars get executed like they're contracted and 10,000 don't mm-hmm. I'm on the hook. I'm on the hook to get that inventory delivered. Right. Cause that's what they have in their budget to spend. They have, they want to spend their budget. The company yeah. that has signed them says, I want a hundred thousand on podcasting. I want 250,000 on TV. I want 300,000 on radio, whatever it is. And if they go back to that company and said, Hey, the podcasting group could only deliver 90 of the hundred. They're going to be like, fire them. Right. They're, yeah. they're trying to spend their spend, their spend. And, the, yeah. and, and you're cutting into the company you're dealing with profits as well. Cause they can't bill for that 10,000. And that might be the difference between a salesperson getting a bonus and not. So it's a trickle down thing. And all of a sudden Todd's on a list because he can't deliver inventory. Because a certain number of shows didn't do what they said they were going to do after they were going to do. So how do you think I'm going to, this, if this doesn't make common sense, I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. It seems unreasonable to be upset at you for this. this is, well, this, this, I, I, I can only, I, the only thing I think is he misinterpreted what I said. Yeah. And maybe I didn't describe in deep, deep enough details, yeah. but believe me, my sole job is to help podcasters grow, reach their goals. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's, that's my job. <laughs> right. And increasingly we're getting, you know, pressure on growth and monetization. So, you know, um, and that's, that's kind of a difficult role for some of the hosts to be in because they don't really have a lot of pathways to, to help a podcast grow, but they, you know, nonetheless, uh, growth is the lifeblood of this industry too. That's that's right. Well, I don't so, know what happened here because we're not showing as being lit and live. Why is that? I'm very irritated. So I'm going to send out a different bat signal. Tech doesn't always work. Oh, I don't understand what's going on. Podverse is not picking up our, our signal. And let me go and do the other one manually. So Todd, I did find us on Google Podcasts. Oh, you, you, you oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And okay. This, do you want me to share the screen with everyone so they can see that it still exists? Oh, so. it, oh, it's it's it, in Google dot com. You mean? <laughs> yeah. Here, here. All I'll right. Show it. Let's I'll see if I can get here. you the right. Let me see if I can pick the right screen input to make sure you, we can see your screen. Go ahead. Well. Oh, oh, I just screwed it up. What did uh, I do? 
Oh, oh, what did I do? What did I do? Oh, that was dumb. I just pushed it the wrong button. Doesn't appear to be working right here. Let's see here. I'm looking for a window, but I can't seem to find a window. <laughs> I just pushed the wrong button and screwed our whole thing up. You did? Yeah, I did. <laughs> let me come back this way. Let me, uh, let me, let me do you this way. All right. Do you? Oh, you can't find the right button. Well, I can't find the right screen. Oh. Oh wait, wait. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I can't find. Okay, here it is. Yeah, this will work. There we go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there it is. Oh, so was that on your mobile device? No, it's on my desktop. So what you're seeing here is if you go to podcast.google.com, yep. which is their default landing page for podcasts on Google, yep. um, you just search for new media show and this is what comes up. Hmm. So, so it's still there. Um, so you can listen in here. Um, this isn't their app though. So I don't, I, I don't know that their app is active though. It's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Just, that is their app, though. So it, their app is fine. Well, it's a web-based um, tool. Mm -hmm. So it appears that all of the podcasts are are still there. If I go back to the, the main Google Podcast page, you can kind of see this is, this is my subscriptions, and then they, they have this down here. So you still have access to all the podcasts and Google podcasts still. Gotcha. Um, they do appear to be taking it down from search results though. So yeah, if yeah, you yeah. did a search for, um, for, you know, the new media show in Google and just a general search, mm -hmm. uh, it's difficult to find the Google podcasts area in a search result. So that's, so that may be how they're kind of dismantling this. I'm not quite sure what the bigger picture is here or what they're trying to do, but I know it was kind of a lead story in uh, pod news, but here, let me stop the share here. Well, yeah, it, it's interesting what they're doing at this time. Someone says you still sound funny on, um, on the audio stream. And what's, what's weird about that is you and I go into the audio stream the same so we basically there's one pipe going in i don't know why you would sound different so yeah and i do you know i do other podcasts um, yeah so and but, i don't sound scratchy on but, other shows. but it's not scratchy it just sounds like your sequence is off but you're coming out of the same input output i am to go into the audio streamer mm -hmm. so i thought i had found something but it should have made me sound weird too so I will do more investigating. I'm going to have to <laughs> dig around. I guess we are lit. Um, it, it was weird because I did not. Um, someone says, hey, Rob and Todd, your enclosure URL says audio MPEG for the live item. And I think the Podverse player is getting confused. Mm. Mm, well, that's interesting. So let me look at the audio feed. Let's see your power press. Yeah, we're we're troubleshooting while we're live, and okay, that's yeah, it's supposed to be audio, audio MP3. That's what the live stream is. It's getting it's on the app. It's okay. It's on the web app that's having the problem. 
And then let me look at the video because, hey, Mike, if you're watching, go look at the video version of the show and see if the video is working on the app because we're trying something new today. So, oh, maybe that's what's going on for the video. Aha. Uh -huh. Well, let's try changing that. Maybe that'll, maybe that's what's going on with the video. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Well, um, yeah, this uh, live stuff is working great, but the video piece is the challenge. So maybe therein lies the problem. All right. So back to what we were talking about. By the way, we did get some boost uh, before we get too deep into this. Um, 2002 sats lit came up for my PodServe. 5,000 for Mitch saying your enclosure tag is for the live item. Think PodVerse is getting confused. And of course, they talk about your audio sounds weird on the stream, which is weird. We got... Um, I'm just weird, Todd. Oh, just okay. Generally, so, so that I, makes sense. We got um, from Bronto Rodeo, 2,500 sets, creating a techno technical definition of what is actually a podcast. Seems like the kind of thing the Academy is meant to do. Oh, they will never do that. They will never set a technical definition. The Podcast Academy will not because then they couldn't take money from these groups um, for the Ambies that are not RSS-based. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they can't. They would never set uh, a technical definition of what a podcast is. That ship has sailed. You know, I, I understand where people yeah, are concerned, not, but yeah, I don't take the hard hard stance on that anymore. Because um, I think if you look at it from the how the listener or viewer looks at it, um, I think you can totally see how that could that perception could happen. But um, if you're a content creator, I think you have to understand the differences. Um, but as far as what you do and what the audience thinks, I've just kind of accepted that podcasting is much more expanded now and what people think it is. Um, in my heart, I, I can maintain that, um, personally, I can maintain that podcasting is derived from an RSS feed, but mm -hmm. I also, I guess for a better word, more, I, I'm, I'm big enough to know that for the audience, they don't care that right. it drives from an RSS feed. And at the end of the day, I guess we shouldn't care either. Um, if they think it's a podcast, it must be a podcast, right? Right. I, mean, I, I can't change somebody's mind and say, sorry, that's not a podcast. Yeah. But it looks like it and sounds like it. Yeah. It looks like right. it smells like it, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's only so much that we can do. Yep. I agree. So I think that it's a, you know, it's one of those things that I, we did get a little bit of traffic on Twitter on talking about the podcast Academy on the last show too. So there was a little bit of back and forth. Um, I, you know, I, I just kind of stayed out of the embattlement. Well, I am running for staying on the board of governors cause my, my term expires in April here. So I'm, you know, unless I get reelected, I'm, I'm out. Oh, so you you are running or you're not running? I am running oh, for, okay. for for reelection. I just put my name in the hat again. If you know, but, if I get reelected, great. If I don't, then yeah. Guess when I I I have so, a couple less less meetings every week. Yeah. So is there more a lot of new blood that are putting their names in to run? Uh, 
Um, yeah, I would say probably, I would say probably close to a dozen wow. uh, people, right, that have an interest. Um, you know, we've we had to add a couple of people um, probably like four or five months ago uh, just to fill out the board uh, because we, as you know, we lost a couple right. um, that dropped out or got, you know, left for a variety of reasons. Well, so, one was voted out. So I know, right? Okay, so let's just ca- let's call it, it let's call a spade yeah. a spade here. So right, right, right. So so anyway, that's um, that's what's going on with that. The AMBs are coming up here on uh, March seventh uh, as part of podcast movement. Um, so that's going to be streamed live on um, Amazon platform. So it should be a a real whiz bang event. So right. So it's streamed on Amazon. It's not going to be openly streamed. They have to stream. They're streaming it on a closed platform. Oh, it's not closed. It's it's going to be free. Well, to get and and it's also probably going to be on on YouTube afterwards oh, too. Okay. So. Well, they're but they're you have to go have an Amazon account in order to. Well, they're a sponsor of it. So. Okay. Well, you know, you know, I understand they want them to come to the platform, but, uh, you know, what, what about the rest of the people in the rest of the world that don't necessarily have Amazon accounts? So I, I don't think it's behind a login. Oh, okay. So, That's okay right. then. Yeah. If I don't know the technical details on that part of it, but that's, that's something for the team to handle right, to the handle. staff there. All right. right. But, um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting, the discussion about Google, you know, that seems to be, um, floating around, you know, uh, about what they're going to do next and what's going to disappear. I know James in his newsletter put it out, um, was it yesterday saying that Google search dumps podcasts, um, as of February 13th. So that's what coming up here. Right. Um, so we'll see what that really means. Um, I don't know. Google has, they had a lackluster performance in how much they drove podcast consumption anyway, um, at least in their their player platform. Uh, I think people were confused about how to find it and how to get to it. And it just didn't work out that well. Right. I don't know what you think about it. What's your thought about it? Um, well, it's just like this wishy-washy stuff that's happened with other companies in the past. Like Facebook. Yeah. There's another example of similar type of scenarios um, where they kind of get started, get some enthusiasm, and then they get cold feet. Yep. You know, I worked a lot with the Google folks many years ago, like getting them even to the point that they're at now, um, talking to them, meeting with them up in Seattle when I lived in Seattle. And they, they had grand visions for what they wanted to do there, you know. Well, you know, they were spending money on booths and, you know, I just... I think what it is, it's the bottom line. Podcast does not bring them any money. Under, they had plans to do stuff, but the, it, it never materialized. And then their right. team broke up and, and now it appears that the, they're pushing more and more towards YouTube and, and YouTube is going to probably, um, dominate this conversation as you look to the future. Now, again, we'll it, see, even we'll on see. That. we'll see. Yeah. Because I think what I think if podcasters start having a reality check when they look at their numbers on YouTube, 
you know, everyone says you got to be on YouTube, got to be in YouTube. And I don't necessarily disagree, but you know, I don't think it's going to be this big driver of, of new audience members from, for, for a large majority of shows. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this too, but you know, you saw the changes that Spotify's made, um, to their, their platform in relation to podcasting too. I do feel a little bit of a, little bit of a pullback on that, uh, happening right now around new content exclusives. There's just kind of, you know, it's a rough economic environment. Um, and so people are getting laid off. There's changes over staff. So, you know, that things are going to shuffle around and rejigger and we'll see what, what comes out of it. But when, when Spotify decided to change their name of their publishing tool to, was it the, uh, um, the, the Spotify creators right. studio, um, yeah. that basically that's like perfectly aligned with YouTube, right? The YouTube creator studio, right? Yep. So you yep. can see, and now Spotify is supporting video uploads. So you can kind of see how maybe, you know, they're trying to compete with each other, mm-hmm. uh, increasingly. And the, the, the issue is that YouTube is a much bigger platform than Spotify. So, so we'll see, you know, who wins on that? Right. Um, who's who's going to be the YouTube of podcasting? Is it YouTube or is it Spotify? <laughs> Good news. Good news. Just got a 5,000 sats from Mitch. Changing closure type to video. Fix the issue in Podverse, mobile, and web. Woohoo! We'll send screenshots yeah. to podcastindex.social. So we are, not only are we lit in live audio, we are lit in live video. So we're a running experiment here. I'm sorry. <laughs> We are a running experiment in a test bed. bed. And uh, so what we did, just so everyone will know, I am running an HLS output on Wowza. It's a very good lead in to something else I wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. So we're running an HLS streaming output and that's how the video is live on the uh, Podverse app. Um, iOS and Android app. So, uh, very, very happy about that. So it leads, it leads you. I know what, I know where we're going here. And, uh, yes, I do. And over, over, over my dead body. Did you see the post that was made in LinkedIn about this? Um, Mr. Brian Berletta made a post. Yeah. So he and I have a little bit of a debate going on. Um, I did not see it, but I saw something on Twitter where they want podcasting hosting companies to be streamers. Now they want us to stream just like we're streaming this show. They want us to stream the content. Oh, that's all cool until you get on an airplane (laughs) or you're not connected. That's it. I mean, my question to Brian is, is that, is that, you know, why, why would the industry adopt streaming protocols coming out of Spotify or YouTube no. or whatever into, and layer that on top of YouTube? I, I think if the only way that we're going to probably practically see that happen would be around video, um, but not around audio. See, um, the, the, there's really no reason to do it with audio that is really of any consequence. E- uh, even video, though, Rob, because HLS is a live stream protocol. Well, it's, it's a streaming protocol. It can be right. used for live, oh, okay. but it can also be used for on-demand, too. It's basically batch downloading. It's, see, that's the other part about the technical definition of HLS, too, is that it is very similar to a progressive download streaming. So it's not that much different. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, it's kind of a weird 
thing that uh, this would come up right now. Um, why all of a sudden are we concerned about streaming ads too? That's the other part of it too, is that it's the streaming ad delivery right. versus the, the dynamic insertion yeah. capabilities, right? I mean, what's the advantage of that? The only advantage is, is attribution and tracking. That's right. Because that's been what's being been done in the streaming music industry yeah. for many years is that they've, they've streamed in ads so, in real time. So right. who is pushing this besides Brian? Well, I think that the big platforms that are using streaming like Spotify and in, in YouTube, I think are, are somewhat trying to capture this market and say, well, let's, let's make it all streaming. Let's get rid of the download. Cause uh-huh. that's, we've been battling on this show for years now is the, this growing tide of people that want to get rid of the download. So it's, but the thing right. is it's transparent to the listener as it is now. They don't know it's a download, right? They click play and it plays. So they get in on it. They get, objective is what it they is. get on an airplane and they click play and it plays if they've set their stuff up to automatically download. Yeah. Yeah. But now they're talking about layering this on top of RSS. And that's why I kind of raised the topic at the, at the um, standards group was what does everybody think about this? Do we want to add a tag that enables streaming and whose technology are we using or do all the hosting platforms have to build HLS into their platform now? Yeah. Well, that's dumb. It's the stupidest thing ever. It, yeah. it, it, you know how much more expensive it is to do that? I know, and I'm not sure what's being accomplished. It, it's, that's the real problem. When, when you have a fixed CDN right. and it goes out there and gets delivered on demand, and then you have to set up a streaming service so that on top of that, on top of that do you know how much more that costs? But I, I, I can't do business that way. I can't. I can't compete. There's just no way, especially yeah. if I'm not running ads and content. No. I mean, Todd, I think that there's a danger here of, of us um, having this perception that we're curmudgeons that uh, don't want to evolve, right? <laughs> we're dinosaurs and we don't want to evolve into something that's bright and new and shiny. Right, right, and, right. And that uh, the streaming protocol has got so many um, benefits for the advertiser. And that's the key right there. Yes. It's, what's what's the benefit to the advertiser? This is what the advertisers want. This isn't what podcasting wants. Right. Um, so maybe it is to some people in the podcast community. And and if we decide as a community that we want to go towards streaming and get rid of download, well, that's going to take time. No. Nope. I mean, I, I'm, this not, is, I'm not doing right. it. Right. Why? It's, yeah. And is a standards body like the podcast standards group going to embrace this? I I doubt it. I doubt it because the people that are suggesting this don't have to foot the bill. Yeah. And, because and it's being done for the, not necessarily the wrong reasons, but maybe a little bit of the wrong motivation. Um, and we're, we're the problem. We're is. at a point where uh, if people want to do this, go ahead, raise your cost. You know, my bandwidth bill is always already big enough. I have to do a bank transfer. It can't be put on a credit card. And well, it could save money, Todd, because you're not completely downloading all the episode, right? To play it. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. No, you add an HLS layer. It's costing me additional money to, to stream the show right now because we, we add an HLS output. Every right. 
every person that connects to that now on an app, I'm getting ding, 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 ding by the second right. for that connection. Sure. And I'm doing it because I want to make this work, right? But server resources too, bandwidth server resources, all that stuff's, you know, that's all right. adds up. Yeah. And it just, you know, it's there too much focus on the commercial. If, if, if okay, if the three to 5% of shows that are being monetized want to go to HLS, knock themselves out. And then, then they will not any, no longer will they be IB certified. Now they're going to have to go get a streaming certification through the MRC. And when they right. get a streaming certification, that's like a hundred like grand, to $150,000 every year. So go, go get your MRC certification for being on a streaming, being a streaming platform. Knock yourself out. Yeah. 150. Yeah, I, it, Todd, I agree. I mean, I think that this part of what could be behind this is the, the effort on the part of the larger media companies to make this be more their domain, right? Um, and they're controlling the, the, the domain and what happens to the, the, this medium that actually came from creators. That's right. Um, and that's, that's who's dominant in this industry right now. And, and we as an industry have to decide, you know, who, who's going to be leading us? Is it the, the five or 10% of the podcasting space or is it the 90% of the podcasting but space? But the 90% of want? the podcasting space don't care. Right. And that's, that's my <laughs> point is that, you know, they can wish on a lucky star all they want, but right. I, I think they're going to have a hard time getting an open platform to become more proprietary. No, I just, uh, because then, and so let's get, let's get real. All right. Let's say you self host your media. Today, if you self-host your media and you have a relatively small audience and you put your yeah, MP3 you on your own web server, you don't want to do that. No longer would you be able to self-host your media without a right. whole bunch of tech layer yep. that would be on top, which basically makes you beholden to right. Have the to go. You that have invested in that infrastructure. That's right. right? And I don't think that here's another thing too. The app developers are not going to, yeah. you know, you know, you, we're having a hard enough time getting the app developers to adopt podcasting 2.0 stuff. You tell them, Hey, we're going to start sending you our audio via an HLS stream. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, it seems to be a pretty hot button topic right now. Um, amongst a pretty small uh, number of people in the industry. So well, that's the thing that we always have to keep in mind is this, this um, profit, money, advertising stuff is a fairly small part of the industry. Um, it's important, don't get me wrong. Uh, we're all involved. Todd and I are involved in dynamic ad insertion, programmatic advertising, you know, s some level of attribution, um, there's increasing talk about, you know, these dart tag stuff, which I'm not a big fan of. And, and so the, and then the barometer type, you know, brand safety, brand suitability stuff, uh, is coming into play too. But a lot of this is being done to cater to the needs of the advertiser, right? Um, there's not a lot of consideration for what the podcaster needs. Well, I've had a... How should I say this? 
I had a call with a relatively big business player that has a podcast Mm -hmm. and they are becoming concerned of having their, as a matter of fact, they're pulling their shows from Spotify um, and other platforms because they are, they're concerned about being on a, um, well, they're, they're worried about their brand image based upon where their actual content is being consumed. They're finding me on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and on apps, but they were specifically concerned about being on certain apps and what those apps are doing. And I thought, well, okay. I said, that's the beauty about this. I said, you can, you can remove you know, your show. You can ask me remove from any platform. That's your choice. That's the beauty of podcasting. You do not have to have distribution um, on this particular platform. And I think what it boils down to is, um, they're not worried about, they're worried about what companies are doing and what they're promoting and how it ultimately makes their brand look. They don't, it's not, it wasn't about other content. It was about what the company was doing. And I thought that was, curious in itself um that they didn't care if there was a is it corporate behavior is that what you're talking about or yeah corporate behavior corporate values um of a culture of a platform so that's the first time i've ever heard that come up right um where they said we don't want to be on here because of this this and this and i'm like okay, <laughs> you know, we, all you got to do is give the instructions on how to be removed. As a matter of fact, they went on the web while I was on the phone call and, mm-hmm. and you know, the request to be taken down. So I thought, wow, that's, that's an interesting spin. So um, 50,000 stats from Adam Curry, streaming video, working on per, Podverse and, uh, and on Graphene OS. Congrats, New Media Show, Mitch and Alex. Of course, that's the word from them basically getting us uh, the video live. So people are watching. 5,000 stats from Mike Dell. Streaming versus downloads for advertising is censorship. So I don't know Hmm. about that one, Mike. That's an interesting one. Streaming versus download for advertising is censorship. Is it censorship or is it... um, I don't know if it's censorship. It's more of a power play. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a technology um, kind of capture strategy in some ways. I mean, content capture strategy yeah. too. So if you can get people to utilize a specific um, delivery technology, then you know, yeah, maybe you have some advantages in that. Plus, it also does. I mean, I have to be frank about it. It probably will deliver a little bit better. Um, probably data back to the advertisers. Well, um, that's what they want, Rob. This right, is what this is, is all about. <laughs> which is basically that that ad was actually heard. I mean, at the end of the day, if it's streaming advertising delivery, the right, only real right. advantage is, is the that if it was delivered in a stream to, yep. to a piece of content that's playing, then you know that it was it likely was, heard. So, right. so what, so what happens then when, uh, some company goes HLS to push all their podcast media 
and I get uh, I get to the airport, and I want to sync that media file onto my phone so that I can listen while I'm in the airplane, or I'm out in the back forty in my where I live, and there's no cell phone signal. It's actually zero bars. Yeah, I don't know that you can actually have a preload of a of an HLS stream. So. Uh, that's that's and doing an HLS stream on demand. That means I, you understand, people don't, this is like, are you, are they crazy? I'm thinking about that. Do you know the infrastructure that's required to be able to, because you have to ramp up an instance. Yeah. Because if, if you were going to do both, (laughs) so let's say you were going to, to offer the stream for a regular playback and then offer this additional feature to download the episode via HTTP protocol. Um, like we're all doing today, um, then that's additional infrastructure. So you have to have both is what at the end of the day, you have to have both capabilities if you want to deliver that preload that's using dynamic ad insertion. So you're going to have to have the 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 regular dynamic ad insertion capability into the MP3, and then you're going to have to have the HLS streaming technology into the stream at the same time. Uh-uh. Nope. And, and, and then you're telling all the app developers. Right that they have to support two, two media delivery types or formats. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm not well, sure what's really so is there, is there an argument going on in LinkedIn? Are you having a health who, who's all well, involved I in just, that conversation? I just made a comment in there and he, he wrote back, you know, he, he disagrees with me and, you know, I've made some valid points for why it's an advantage, but my comment is who's the advantage to the advantages to advertisers, right? Right. Um, you know, what is the impact on the, the podcasting platforms that have to comply with this? And then, uh, what's the impact to the podcaster? Right. Is this advantageous to the podcaster? I, you know, in some ways you could say no. And in some ways, no, that shifts the benefit to the advertiser. And well, it does. That's what yeah. it's, it's all about the money. Right. When people start talking like this, just follow the money, follow the hundred dollar bills mm-hmm. or $10,000 bills, a hundred thousand dollar bills. And probably what it is, probably that's what YouTube's going to do. Probably YouTube is just going to make, you know, all this content when it, whenever they launch their podcast piece, it's all going to be HLS. So that, and they're going to probably, I hate to almost say this, but they're probably going to expect ad free content. I doubt it. All of us. Because they don't now. I can I can have advertising in my YouTube content. As long as I declare it. I don't believe that they're going to support programmatic insertion into content that's delivered to them. Well if they get if they get it that way. That would clutter up the episode too much because they they, want to do well if they get if they get the audio that way, serve it that way are tough. Because they're not going to give me a piece of that, YouTube. Unless you have a million. See, here's well, the th- unless they're going to allow um, the platforms to insert the ads somehow in the back end, right? Okay. But if they're caching the episodes, <laughs> but how, how's that update to that ad spot going to get handled? You know, here's the thing: we we got to be careful that we're going to get what we're getting sucked into. I know. Okay, so. Hypothetically, let's just put a hypothetical out there. Hypothetical, YouTube launches the next greatest YouTube platform where you can go and listen to podcasts, okay? And Todd says, oh my God, 
this is the most amazing thing. I'm being distributed into YouTube, but I, but it has to be a clean, a clean episode. Can't have no advertising in it. And then we can probably have some host reads in it. Okay, let's say we have some host. Let's have some host reads in it. So we'll send host reads. We send the baked in host reads over. All right. So you know, I got mine there. And then YouTube says, as a condition of being on here, we're going to run ads on against your content as they do YouTube. And uh, if people pay seventeen ninety five a month, they'll get an ad free version of your show from YouTube. But if people don't pay, then what we're going to do is when you get one trillion listening hours, we will give you a piece of that advertising. Right. right. And oh, oh, oh. If you don't match, if you don't make content exactly the way we want it made for the YouTube audience, you will not get promoted. You will not be found. You will not be able to get exposure in the YouTube ecosphere because YouTube has a formula for people that... That's not even talking about content moderation. Oh, I was getting there. I I was getting there. (laughs) So, so... That's the one piece. And then as soon as you say something, anything that their Google engine deems, deems to be not brand safe or whatever, all ads will be stopped and you are going to be pushed down and you will not be found. Right. You'll be demonetized and you'll be removed from search. So, Oh, we're working in Courier Caster too. So five thousand five hundred fifty-five sets in Courier Caster. Woohoo! Woo. So, so here's <laughs> here's the thing, podcasters. Be careful what you wish for. Right. You're going to be on YouTube. You're going to be up against all the things that YouTube creators are up against every day now. There's a okay. The biggest, the biggest YouTuber was PewDiePie, I think. I don't know if he's still the leader. He was demonetized, 35 million subs or some crazy number. He was demonetized because of something he said. Right. And guess what? He had no recourse. Yeah, and I'm I'm constantly amused by what's happening with some content creators on on YouTube where they'll 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 produce their show up to like the 30 minute mark and then they'll say goodbye. If you want to continue watching, go over to Rumble. <laughs> oh, because they can't because they can't they get can't in. Talk about they can't talk what they want to talk about because they but shut they them can, down. But they can talk about it on Rumble. You you so think now we're and now we're seeing Rumble update their platform to look almost identical to YouTube now. I don't know if you've seen their update. I haven't. So, so now, if you think about this, I, I keep saying this and people don't believe it, but Spotify takes down more shows than anybody. They, they, they t- it's usually for music, though. Right? Oh, you, you're far too right and you're far too left. You're, you're, well, you're, okay. you're getting out. You're, you're out. <laughs> and um, so if you think that Apple... Or Spotify was hardcore. Wait till you go to YouTube mm-hmm. and say something controversial. One thing, one thing controversial, and have someone report you and right. or their automated system flags you, right? And you're you're in the penalty box, right? 
Matter of fact, your channel gets shut down for 30 days. You'll and be you move over to Rumble. <laughs> so, you know, oh, everybody's excited right. about YouTube. Oh, well, great. Knock right, yourself so, out. So when are we going to start talking about uh, um, podcasters becoming rumblers? <laughs> uh, you know, I think most people think rumble. I don't know. I don't know. It, r does rumble have a reputation? What is the rumble's reputation as being a conservative platform or no, it's or, not it's just a, a free speech platform. I mean, it's really, you know, it's really that, um, can you live stream on rumble? Yeah. Well, we should yeah. be, we should be streaming over there. Just like, uh, YouTube. I mean, <laughs> there's shows out there that will do half their show on YouTube and they'll do and the, the other and half the, on rumble and they'll leave because yeah. Because they know if and they they'll point their audience to go over to Rumble, or more and more increasingly, what they're doing is just say go to Rumble and you can watch the whole thing. Uh -huh. Because because YouTube brings the hammer. Yep, that's exactly what's happening. So you know, and it's um, yeah. I mean, I'm, from what I'm seeing with Rumble, they're they're accelerating what they're doing rapidly, and they're adding a lot of popular shows. They're getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and their interface is getting better and better and better. So, yeah. Yeah. So eventually, in a year or so, guess what? YouTube's going to have a competitor. So all my podcasting 2.0 friends, this is why. This is why we have to be careful of allowing these commercial bureaucrats coming in and trying to change the space. Unfortunately, we're seeing the development of a parallel economies. I mean, there clearly there's a division happening in a lot of aspects of our culture and our society and our. I call, and I'm sure you're seeing it too. Tom. I, I call it the silver lure thing. It's like you know you're swimming along, you're fishing, and oh, oh, there's the silver lure. Let me go get it, and you bite into it, and they hook you in, and the next thing you know, you're getting flayed and fried. Right. And you, and life's over. So we have I think to. This conversation applies to other other aspects, too, of these parallel economies. I, I, I think it's an interesting development that's happening um, that could have blowback for people that, you know, are not, like I say. Aware. Inclusive might be the best. It's the only word I can think of. Oh. Versus so um, divisive. Right. Oh, say that again. Well, I'm trying to come up with a politically correct way of saying this, but um, there are certain um, organizations that uh, have taken pretty extreme positions, right? From social and yeah. from a social and and policy perspective, that are maybe driving people to you know work with other people that are much more not as cut and dried in their policies. Oh, okay. I, I I think I know what you're talking about. Aspects of division, right, that we have in this country, right, between left and right. Well, so. we're all podcasters. We all creating content. We're we're all. I don't care where you're at on the political spectrum. I don't know. Right, I don't care either. But and that's, I, I, that's I kind of my point here is that some people do, and that's driving division. And I, and I want everyone to have the ability to 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 have a voice. I don't care if you're black, white, purple pink or green. I don't care about your sexual preference. Uh, it's all good. We want you to create content right. because, because guess what? We can, and no one can well, stop us and well, it's open. Well, which, which platform, if you were a podcaster, Todd, and I, I know you are, but 
just play the devil's sure, advocate sure. here. Um, would you rather be on a platform that you can do your whole show on, or would you rather be a platform that you feel like you can only do half your show? Well, that's easy. I want to be able to do the whole show. Right. And that's the, that's what's happening right now. We're seeing that decision that increasingly, um, content creators are being put in that box. I, like I, I, I appreciate content creators that push the envelope, right? You know, and right, left doesn't matter. Yeah, that make you doesn't. think and have conversations and go, hmm, and maybe say you're wrong or say you're right or whatever it may be. That's what this space is all about. We've gotten to the point where, you know, everyone has to be safe all the time. You have to be like, this space is designed where people could double finger the man. Right. You know, and, and I, you know, depends on who you double finger, but, you know, is. If we Why go, do we have to take everything so personal? Why why can't we just <laughs> you know listen and say okay I don't agree? But well, I appreciate we, the, your the, your thoughts. That ship right? has sailed already too. But I think I the know. I think the key here is what we have to go back, and we have to continue to hit this again and again and again and again and again. Podcasting was formed because there were no gatekeepers, right? Or nobody telling you what you could or couldn't say. And there's no rules in podcasting. You right. just like the person that was pissed off at me at the beginning of the show. There's no rules. You talked about it, right? You do 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 you, and do your show, and do it with the way you want to do it. And we can come out here and talk all day. Come up with a new format that's hot and rock and roll it. Mm -hmm. You know that's that's the beauty about this space. There's no limits. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I faced this, this issue a long time ago with my radio show because I had controversial topics on my radio show that I did for many years. And I faced a lot of blowback from my listening community on, you know, a, a topic or two that I had on the show. And you, you just have to grow a little bit of a thick skin and just, you know, realize that those people care else they wouldn't be telling right, you. Right, right. But that doesn't mean that there are horrible people no. or that I, I need to take it personally. No. And, but Unfortunately, that's not the world we live in now. And, people and take everything personal and want to attack other people. And, and that's wrong. I took that email that was sent and addressed it and put my position out there. And if it, right. and if that person wholeheartedly disagrees with me, fine. That's yeah, fine. And as a podcaster, that's the position you really need to take. Yeah. What you want is people listening. Right. They, those people listening don't have to agree with you, but they nope. may be listening because they disagree with you. I just you know I used to have a listener on my show's name was Sal. Right. I miss Sal. Sal Sal finally got sick of me and, and left, you know, but Sal was the, you know, he was the dude is from Brooklyn. You know, he sent me right. this email, Hey, you know, you, you know in, in a Brooklyn voice, he would, you know, he sent me an email in the Brooklyn tone, you know, if you, right. if you, if you get my drift, mm -hmm. he had, had a few F bombs in it as well, you know, and you know, Sal have an opinion on my opinion. And I love Sal's opinion because guess what it did? It got everyone else engaged. Right, right. <laughs> you got everyone else emailing the show saying Sal was right or Sal was wrong or you, you know, vice versa. And it was good. Yeah, I would, on my show, I would get on the next episode and say, you know, we, we I, I wouldn't name names, but I would say this is what the audience thought about our last episode. Right. And I, I respect it and I understand it. And I defended myself to some degree that, yep. you know, it was an episode about the people for ethical treatment of uh, animals, PETA. Mm -hmm is what it was. And we were talking about what they do and people were all upset because I was promoting, uh, 
a animal rights terrorist group and stuff <laughs> like that. So you, you kind of see, and this was back in the, right. back in the middle two thousands, this was a long time ago. Um, so, so, but yeah, it's the same kind of thing that happens to content creators today. And that's why I didn't say Scott's last name on the show, right. you know? It's, you know, it's not fair. He's given opinion and I want people to feel that they can email in and, and, and tell me exactly what I did wrong or that's what this, this, what this thing's all about. Yeah. That's happened regularly on this show because occasionally we get things wrong. (laughs) And and once in a while we twist and we also, uh, you know, we also push buttons once in a while too. Right. You know, I know (laughs) Tom Webster has been upset at us a few times because of things we've said about his perspectives. Sure. and we've had reasonable dialogue. Then we have Tom on the show. I don't. I don't he, think I haven't seen Tom watch the show in a while. I think he's abandoned us. I think he's too think busy. So too. I think he's too busy. It sounds profitable. Yep. Well, Brian and Tom are working together, so yeah. it could be. You know, <laughs> we're now seen as not aligned with what they're doing. So, I, you know, I don't. I want them to be successful. You know, right. but doesn't mean I have to agree. Right. With. You know. Yeah. Not. I don't really think that Brian really is opposed to differing opinions. So I think it's, it's more to do with that. You know, he has his thoughts and he thinks he's right. That's okay. I have my thoughts and I, and I think I'm right too. (laughs) 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 You know, so I'm not going to be investing in any HLS technology and I can't even, you know, it's not even on, on a list anywhere. Yeah. Now the only yeah, thing I want to stay friends with, with <laughs> Brian, I don't have any right. wish to make this be a right. division. That make it a beef to Brian again, you know, kind now, of thing. I might do HLS for something else, but it's right. not for, it's right. not for podcast delivery. Oh, we have a little glimpse here. Hmm. Well, I'm not What's a, really going on. Here, no, it's not. It's again, <laughs> it's expensive. So, right. you know, how do you add something where you think, okay, how, how do we really, you know, how do you, deliver this without, you know, saying, give me a hundred dollars every month right? Yeah. or a hundred dollars every episode. Did they, that doesn't work. That's not in the budget of content creators. Well, we're not a YouTube. Is that what you're saying? With no, budget? no, not. Right. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. But you know, it's, it is an interesting, and someone's going to email us, Hey, HLS is low overhead. Doesn't cost anything to right. run and da, 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 da. It's more so efficient. To I'm going to hear all content. that. Right. But right. if, you know, if you can, I'll give you a number, AKA per gigabyte number. And if you can deliver the content at a cheaper cost on a per gigabit scale, well, I might even look at it because you know, I'm always looking to save money, but I can't break what we have here because I want PFL to be in the thing is people think too narrowly because yeah. we have it pretty good here in the United States. We we have decent mobile broadband, decent, not as good as many countries, but if you get into Africa, you get into some places in Southeast Asia. Bandwidth is, is, it's a challenge for people to be able to same with Africa too. It's the same to, same way. to be able to, to get con, you know, to stream. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I know HLS has some variables and stuff. So there's some things there, but at the same time, um, we, we can't just be focused on the United States on how people consume content because people are going to coffee shops or to internet cafes. Yes, they still exist. 
and they don't have data and they're connecting to Wi-Fi somewhere and they're grabbing 20 shows and they're walking away with 20 shows in their phone that they can listen to and then come back and do a refresh when they are back in town or wherever they may be mm-hmm. and getting access to the internet. You know, here, I, I look at my situation out and unless if Starlink wasn't around, I'd still be stuck at 15, three. Mm-hmm. And that was at the top end of bandwidth, you know? Right. That's, that's 15 down three up. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, but that sucks. it's, it's all about, it's all about <laughs> when people start talking about change and stuff, it's, you gotta go, Hmm, what's the agenda? Right. Why and are we doing that? Why are right. we doing that? Yep. So there seems to be an uptick in activities around podcasting in the Southeast Asia market, uh, you know, with some interest in events that are going on. And I saw that the PodFest folks are, I don't know if this has been formally announced or not, but they're, they're looking at doing something over there. Oh, um, well. Right, if you heard about that. I did, but I didn't know if there was a decision that had been made in the dates. Yeah, well, maybe I shouldn't say. But yeah, it does seem that there's interest in in expanding podcasting in the Southeast Asia well, market, which is just above um, Australia, which well, could who, include Australia. Too. You know who owns Southeast Asia in podcasting? Spotify. Spotify is rules yeah. roost on everything over there. Spend a lot of money buying shows ten cents on the dollar. Getting con- you don't hear any of that news. Right. Yeah. But, it's the same in the, the, well, the North Africa area. Yeah. Too. And Middle East. Yeah. They're, they're, they're yeah, they're, you know, they're very active over there to, you know, get as many shows on their platform as they can. So, right. but tis what it is. Yep. I was going to, uh, we haven't done this in a little bit. Let me see if I can find the link. I've got a, 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 I have to create a, a link tree of some sort because I've got too many links here. Let me look here. All right, here we go. Let me load this. So as of today, there are feeds with funding block 11,823. That, that's up. I wonder, I wonder where those came from. Um, there has been uh, feeds and so she feeds with new episodes last three. Let me do this right. The paid feed, what paid feeds with new episodes? Really? How do they know what are paid feeds? Those are premium podcasts, right? Uh, I'm going to have to ask Dave Jones what this means. Paid feeds with new episodes. Oh, oh, feeds. these, these are show. Okay. <laughs> I know what's going on here. These are shows that, um, have a paid, podcast subscription right um paid feeds with new episodes in the last 30 days 267,649 feeds with new episodes in the last 30 days 361,468 notice there's a difference there feeds with new episodes in the last 30 days 361,468 paid feeds in other words non-anchor shows uh, 267,649. So if you look at that difference, that means there's only been 
if this is correct, oh, Dave, you're going to have to help me out here. Um, that means that there's only a hundred, there's only been a hundred thousand shows update their podcast on Anchor in the last really? 30 days. That's the way I read this. That's, that's, that's a little sad. <clears throat> am I, am I, is, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to need to reach out to the, send the, someone that's listening, get, get to, is this what this new data shows? And then that's. If that's true, that's just a fraction of the shows that they've pumped into the podcasting space. But that means that Blueberry, Libsyn, Podbean, Buzzsprout, we had 267,000 new episodes in the last 30 days that people were paying for. And I don't know if the feeds with new episodes last 30 days, 361, I don't know if that's, is that the anchor number or is that the... Including, sure. we're gonna have to find out what the definition here is, yeah. but but regardless, um, feeds with a value block eleven thousand eight hundred twenty three feeds with funding tag thirty one thousand seven hundred twenty three feeds with transcripts twenty four thousand three hundred eleven episodes with transcripts five hundred ninety one thousand feeds with chapters fifteen thousand one hundred eighty episodes with chapters two hundred forty eight thousand feeds with media music twenty one. Feeds with the medium video, 7,734. So there's a medium tag now that they're tracking. We don't have that implemented at Blueberry, what the medium is. So uh, total, now there isn't, they did some cleaning house over there. Um, there's 3,926,137 podcast in the podcast index directory at this moment. Um, so they've been cleaning up the dead weight. <laughs> I guess that's the better term. So. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. So, so someone over there is going to have to tell me, let, did anyone see if I got a notice here? Uh, I guess people didn't continue to listen, but I will find this out. I have not heard about this change to this report. Because paid feeds with new episodes in the last three days, 94,000. Feeds with new episodes, three days, 121,000. So does that mean 121,000 were free shows and 94,000 were paid shows? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So there, there are some numbers. Those are some numbers. But it's, let me go over to the website because some of this should be showing up over there as well. Cause that, you know, he keeps changing the logarithm a little bit. It, it throws things off, but yeah, it says shows published. Okay. Here's the number shows published in the last 30 days was 361,000 439 and 60, 495 and 90. So shows published number of okay. shows that have published in 30 days. So that number hasn't changed very much. That's about mm. the same. 360, 439, 495. Well, it's like we saw in the data. It was pretty much flat line. Yeah, flat line. Yep, pretty much flat. So if you're producing a podcast right now, it's a great you've been time. doing it for a while, you're probably continuing. It's a great time. Great time right. to be a podcaster. Right, but it's not, there's not a huge amount of new shows coming into nope. the medium right now. Nope. So nope. This, is a, this is a great time to start your show. Although we're seeing, I, I see the new signups at Blueberry and 
I don't see our new signups haven't really changed that much, but I'm also it's steady, right? Yeah, but I'm also not losing out the back end. So interesting. Well, it is an interesting. For, that's good, Todd, for your platform. Well, so the churn, the, people yeah, the churn, at the same rate that you're gaining. Yeah, right. yeah. There, there isn't always a churn rate, but the key is to have the incoming higher than the churn rate. A little higher, right? <laughs> yeah, you know. And we are actually uh, starting to, for really, I will say for the first time in a long time, really starting to migrate a lot of shows. We've actually, we're pulling a bunch over and they're coming primarily from one platform. So uh, I'm sure that uh, Cridlin tracks his little thing. It might start to show up where those are coming from, but. You want to say? Nope. No? Nope. Wow. <laughs> nope. <laughs> It's probably somebody that 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 I know or something. Of course, know? you know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's not some some big agent in L.A. That's no, all no, these. no, nothing okay. like that. No, got, got it. But um, so it's 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 an interesting time in the podcasting space. From a you know, I, I haven't even really, to be honest with you, been following the news that close on what's actually yeah being announced. Well, I read it, but I'm just like, okay, you know, it's like yawn. Nothing well, there's that gets a bunch me. of podcasting events coming up in February um, up here in the Northeast. Um, there's the Audio Intelligence Summit, which is coming up on February 15th in New York. And then there's the Podcast Experience, which I guess is like a like an exhibit of sorts um, featuring podcasts as the topic that's linked up with the On Air Fest that's going on in Brooklyn. Uh, on February 23rd, both those are happening simultaneously. And then the, uh, the infamous or the famous or whatever you want to call it, the hot pod summit is going on as well. So that's happening in that same time window, the 23rd and 24th. Um, and then, uh, and then obviously podcast movement is coming up as well. So things are really kind of dominoing. Yep. As we come into spring, uh, lots of things going on. So are you going to London? Uh, at this point, I probably will not be. Yeah, I've been looking at the price. Whew. Airfare is still insane. I'm going to be insane. on the opposite coast. I'm going to be on the opposite coast. I'm doing a couple events in on the West Coast at that, on those, in that same week. Oh, that's right. You're going to be at ATD. ATD and yep. then also probably an outlier. So. Yeah. So we have, I have other team members that are going to go to ATD. So, um, but yeah, it's right there, but butting up one against each other. But when I looked at airline tickets and you know, it, they, they don't make it cheap to, to do stuff in the UK. No, you know, it's not the $2,400 for an airline ticket and, uh, $1,400 for the room, the booth, is expensive. Yeah, I'm not so, doing a booth. Right. I'm just going to be an observer and walk around and say hello. The ticket to the show's inexpensive, but mm -hmm. holy crap. You know, the incidentals to get over there is insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't appear I'm going to be going over there. So, but where did you stay did when spring. you went? Where's, where's, you know, did you, where did you stay when you were in the UK? I because stayed at this little tiny, hotel uh, like about a mile or so up the road from the venue so was it cheaper 
I got as cheap as I could because I had to stay there for a week. So I was there for quite a while. Well, so I was just to prior, be there four days or something like that, four or five yeah, days. Yeah, I had the Radio Days Europe um, event that I did in Sweden. Oh, I had to fly from there to to London, and the events were like a week apart. So because I just looked at Hilton and Marriott, and they were all just like. Whew. And then, then I was only able to stay there for one day, and then I had to fly to Podfest in Orlando. That's right. That's right. So the next day, so I did three events back to back on that trip. Yeah. So, so and that's what's kind of going to happen on California with these two events, one in San Diego and one in LA. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we're going to go to Outlier. I haven't. Uh, the, the thing is, we just have to. These events, you know, it's challenging to support these events and. If there's if there's only 100 150 people there or 50 it makes it hard you know to yeah, justify you know three four thousand dollars by the time you get yeah, down air for a hotel a or have a right. booth or whatever yeah. i don't know that i'm gonna have that involvement with outlier i think it's just more presentation yeah um and then there's the nab coming up too which i'm right. working hard on so trying to get that pulled together and get us on stage at that event and so supposedly we're supposed to be in a panel with the radio track with podcasting. So oh, really? <laughs> and I both. When are they going to let us know about that? <laughs> it's a very good question. Doug. Yeah. So, so is Podbean exhibiting at NAB? Yes. Oh, okay. And you guys are in Central too? We're over there right with you. Oh, beautiful. In that, that approximate area on the, in the, the um, central hall. I still don't, I, I still don't understand why your prior employers over in the nosebleed on West. Well, from what I heard from a little bird on this, I guess there's a, a bunch of um, content sessions that are going to go on in the West pavilion. This doesn't year doesn't matter. So doesn't matter. I know, I know it doesn't matter because no. people that tell me that that went over there, they all took Tesla's through the tunnel to get there. Yeah, it's, it's like, that's a, that's a pretty good sign that it's a long ways to it's go. It's a long ways to go. <laughs> you have to take a car to get there. And you have to know where you have to be in the proximity of the, the whatever. The, and you, once you come out of the Tesla, it's still, yeah. you're, you're not close. You, they no, bring no, you into I a parking mean, lot. <laughs> just to get into the Tesla tunnel, <gasps> right. you have to walk right. towards the South Hall. So I think it's, right. I think it's a wash by the time it's all over. Right. You know, <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I just don't understand. We told them we weren't coming unless we moved, they moved us and, you know. We didn't really have a choice of booth, but we didn't care. We got into Central Hall. Yeah, I think uh, I think we had to get a bigger booth in order to move. So. Uh, yeah, but anyway, that that's kind of yep off topic a little bit. But, sure, but just, so is there any um, thing else that's going on? Um, I've podcast got, movement. It doesn't appear that we're going to be doing any kind of live new media show. Yeah, we didn't plan on we didn't plan on doing it, so it's it's so, fine. Yeah. And it also, just to let everybody know, it doesn't appear that the, um, I don't know if I should say this or not yet, but uh, oh, the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. be careful. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, you know, if people are expecting that, it's probably not going to happen. So, but we'll see. Yep. And more to follow. Yeah. Why <laughs> just put it out there, Rob? Well, I did. <laughs> I did a little bit, but. But it, it shouldn't be surprised if you go to podcasthof.com, it's not been updated with any kind of information about the next event. Right. So it's kind of somewhat public on that if you're paying attention. 
So <laughs> we will more to follow. I guess that's yes. the best word to say. And uh, yep. give us some time. Um. Hmm, all right. Are we out of steam? I don't know what time is it. It's a uh, nine minutes to go. Is it? There's got to be something else we can talk about. Is there something else we're good? Well, you know, I was just squeeze in. I was uh, trying and unsuccessfully for some reason. I, I'm on the wrong email account. Now let's let's get over here and look at that. Uh, the individual Scott did uh, reply again. He wrote quite the book, and uh, so I guess we're not going to see eye to eye. So uh, I don't okay. know if he's listening to the show or not, but maybe he'll listen. He says, "What?" because I had explained to him what I told you, and he said, well, that doesn't make any sense. So anyway, it's it's okay. Well, I, I, you have a different vantage point on this than most people have. So, That's true. Right. So I think that that has a lot to do with it. Um, and I do too. You know, I don't, I don't always agree with um, newer people to the medium and how they view the medium. So, but that's. So those, that's okay. of, those of you that heard my little discussion at the beginning of the show, does it, did what I say make sense? Is, is it at all talking bad about podcasters? Am I, am I stepping on podcasters? I, I don't think so. I think it's, you, know, and you tell me, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear from the audience. Todd at blueberry.com. It's, it's, it's kind of just business, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't not perform in business. Right. And expect to, you know, get the benefits of it. So I, I did laugh that Libsyn added uh, the soundbite audio clip from podcast 2.0 to the feeds, RSS feeds. Yeah, I saw that too. And, you know, they did that manually. It's of not. Course, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. It, There's a little uh, box in the in, in the distribution interface. You can add a tag to right. the RSS feed, and that's that's essentially what they did. Was they manually added that tag? That's right. So, I, I do find it a little little comical that they were able that they actually got a press release out of manually adding a tag that is really for the average to, podcaster probably to one podcast to right. one podcast is probably it's a breakthrough Todd oh oh oh, oh really <laughs> I don't um, maybe, I, I wonder maybe. if Dave Jackson made that happen you know because Dave's following the space pretty close so yeah you know who yeah. who actually did that you know that that mm. therein lies the question. I think it was probably Elsie, is my guess. Okay, well, is Elsie in, in in collaboration with someone else? Probably. Yeah, I don't think it was the Rob <laughs> that did it. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, I'm well, sure he did not enter it. I don't think Rob gets involved in the publishing. Oh, he just the, shows up to record. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah. I, it could be that they were looking for a little bit of a, of a bump in awareness that maybe they acknowledge the podcasting 2.0 oh, well, project. Well, they, they got it. They got a, they got a paragraph. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. It'll give, it'll give all the lips and folks hope that there is uh, you know, new features coming. Uh, but I, I would just say, don't hold your breath too much. Hold your breath. <laughs> right. Maybe, maybe, you know, out in the future, but I would not hold my breath right now. <laughs> so I think that they have awareness of it. I, they I do. Made sure they're, they're, pe people over there were yeah. aware of the project. And it's the same thing I'm doing at Podbean too. So I'm making sure everybody's up to speed with what's going on. Right. So they can make the right decision if they have the, the current information. So, well, I'm, uh, I'm going to 
wrap us up here so we don't waste people's time. Um, All right. So, uh, not, not too consequential of a show. Yes, no. right? I, I titled this one The Realities of Podcasting. <laughs> this is the title of the show that I, I named it. Is that, is it, do you think that's the right name? Um, yeah. Yeah. It'll work. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. Let's, 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 let's live in a truth realm. Right. Right. Another one too. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, we'd love to hear your feedback on everything we've talked about today. Please feel free to put me on nuclear blast. I uh, definitely, it always makes my lightens my day up when I get that kind of an email. Todd at blueberry.com. Well, include me on those too. I want to get included in the bashing. Oh, oh, it, I don't want to get left out of the bashing. Well, you know, especially if there's good things in there about me. Oh there, yeah. But, it was, they're only bashing. Yeah, you, it was, it was a, it was a complete <laughs> Rob love fest. <laughs> Why does that happen? Todd? No, I don't, I don't understand. know. It's happened before. Yeah. I don't well, know it's happened to you too. So you, you know, we both gotten on, on the whipping wheel. Oh, I know. Here. I've, I've gotten, <laughs> I've gotten rough, roughed up because, too. because what it is, is I think what, we what just, taught, I'm too tall. Nobody wants to, nobody no, wants to what, it, what it really is, is that, um, we just kind of tell it the way it is. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to make up. I'm not going to tell your baby's beautiful if it's ugly. Yeah. And we've been wrong in the past. Yeah. So we've been wrong. It's, so it's, it's not that we're, we're perfect no. on this and we know all the answers. That's right. I'm just relaying my experience and another right. company's experience. Yeah. Right. All right. So, so that's what the purpose of this show is, is to, is to talk about issues that maybe aren't getting talked about. Yep. So everyone, thank you for the boost, the 5555 from Stephen B on Carrie Caster that came through and the 50,000 from Adam and uh, all the other Mitch, Mike, all the other folks that boosted the show today, we definitely appreciate it. And thank you for your ongoing technical troubleshooting support, too. And definitely check out Podverse. Uh, Mitch went over there and did uh, yeoman's work to help us uh, troubleshoot things today. So definitely appreciate that. Again, I'm Todd at Blueberry.com. You can reach me at Geek News on Twitter as well. Rob? I'm on Twitter, too, at uh, Rob Greenlee, and I'm fairly active over there. But I'm also on all the other social platforms, too. So you can reach me in a variety of ways, and people do. So just a matter of um, if you want to reach me directly, you can send an email to, to just rob at podbean.com, and that will get routed to me. So um, love to hear from you, and definitely give us feedback on the show and the things that we talk about. We definitely will talk about your comments in the next show. <laughs> That's so, right. Todd, are you foreseeing that you're going to be out of the pocket anytime uh, for the rest of the month? No, I think I'm here. Okay. I don't know, no, no, unless I get hit by a car or something. So I think I'm here. Because I do have some guests that are kind of rumbling around out there that um, I want to bring on. And, and w one of them probably won't be able to join us until after podcast movement. Okay. So that's cool. So, but they're, they're leading lights in the industry. So I want to make sure we. that they get on. That's right. So, we yep. come in and get their opinion. Right. All right, everybody. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time on the New Media Show. Go over to newmediashow.com. Please follow or subscribe to the podcast. And, of course, if you're not using a new podcast app, go over to newpodcastapps.com. Grab one, Fountain, Podverse, CurioCaster. Lots of options over there for you to, to, uh, to give that a try. So, everyone, thanks. We'll see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Thanks.